Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, happy Sunday to everyone. Welcome to the channel to new subscribers and thanks uh, for my loyal subscribers who've been there from the beginning. Today, Remy and myself can't get out for a walk, but I thought I'd like to post a nice cheerful picture of the master himself on the channel and do a video today um, basically in relation to when two narcissists get together. But I'd like to start it by saying something I've been thinking about in the last few days and uh, pondering on. I know that a lot of the channels do say that the the world has changed, particularly in the last decade. Um, narcissism is really on the increase and personally I've had encounters with three uh, narcissists in different areas of my life in the last year and it's taught me to really really wise up and to change my not myself but my way of uh, interacting with people initially and I really want to pass this message on to you because once burned, twice burned, thrice burned and you learn the lesson the hard way. And if you can avoid anyone else having to go through that lesson, then you've done something good. Um, I came across the narcissist, the one I talk about mostly in an intimate relationship. Um, and the second one I am still dealing with in a work situation. And the third one I'm dealing with in relation to property. So they come in all areas of your life. It's usually when you have an entanglement with one, you know, where you are like in a work situation where you can't get away from it other than leave your work or in a property situation. It's usually there's a binding, something that you're kind of stuck with them and eventually the narcissist shows its face and I believe that demons come at you together. I I truly and utterly this is the only way I can describe what's been happening to me in the last while. You're left alone for a certain time period. You seem to be progressing in your life. You're growing and you're happy and then you become under attack and I believe they attack you in groups and they attack you at every angle of your life. And I believe they often go in threes. And I believe that's what's happened or is still happening to me. I'm doing my very best to clear myself of the other two. And I have well blocked the initial uh, intimate partner transaction. I will not be going back there. Guys, I was thinking, how can you protect yourself better in the world? I mean, in the last 10 years, the world has changed significantly. Certainly the values that people hold and have um, when I was growing up have changed significantly. You can't take people at their word anymore. There's not that. Unfortunately, there's there's a huge rise in mal malignant narcissists, but also in normal people having um, more narcissistic traits and strengths than they ever had before, more people feeling entitled and more people feeling that they will step on 
another person to get to where they want to be, which is all um, variations in the realms of narcissism. So what I'm doing in a practice I'm using now is when I initially meet someone, particularly in a situation where it's going to be binding, like in a, say, in a tenancy agreement or if you're um, renting out or renting a, a place from someone, anything that binds you, any kind of business deal, if you're selling something and it's going to be, say, a non a service, an ongoing thing or entering into a contract, um, initially, I would be very reserved in relation to any kind of personal interaction. I'd keep it very businesslike. Um, I wouldn't share personal details for an extremely long time in relation to these types of deals. And in a work situation, I'd keep it very sharp. I would keep it very pleasant, uh, polite, but not enter into the personal personal realms until I really was sure that the person was trustworthy. Um, and that's by close observation in how they interact, uh, how they interact in the situation that you're you're with, entangled with, you know, with them. Anyway, that's the initial part of the, the video, the, my dismay at how narcissism is growing and to please encourage everyone to use extreme discernment in any situation that you may be entangled with somebody. Get to know them really well before you divulge any personal information. Protect yourself, please protect yourself, because there's only so much, you know, when three of them or two of them come at you at the one time, it can take you down unless you draw upon the light within you. Look for support of others in our community who share the light and back it up with some new practices in protecting yourself. So basically put your armor on and go to war against them because that's what we have to do to reclaim our world from these creatures. Okay, so uh, two narcissists together, can it work? Uh, was a subscriber question at one stage. Um, two narcissists together can work initially but not long term they when they're short in supply or if you discard them or they have to discard you before they are, they wanted to discard you when you're copying on to their tricks the tricks of their trade and if they're in a an emergency situation where maybe their secondary supply source isn't working out or is not suitable to promote to primary and they're scrambling around for fuel, uh, they can bump into another narcissist. And given that there's a proliferation of narcissists out there at the moment, that's what's quite likely to happen, more likely than them being lucky enough to meet another empathic person. What happens is they they both love bomb each other to the hilt. They're so good at the love bombing stuff that they're giving each other exactly what they need and they're getting a huge buzz out of it because they're both so good at it that they're taken to new levels of future faking and excitement. They really believe in their gullible state when they're looking for new supply 
they really believe that they've met the person of their dreams, the person that's going to solve all their problems. It's usually transactional on both sides. They usually see in each other um, something that they want. Uh, say, for instance, one person may have a sex addiction or the other person may uh, like to receive monetary rewards or be looking to step up in the world to dupe someone out of their material wealth. For whatever, both of them will have an agenda and they'll see the possibility of their agendas being met each in the other. So they will love bomb each other uh, to a significant level and build an illusion of what's going to be for both of them. They're both obviously being narcissists can future fake be <laughs> a future fake at an Oscar winning level. Um, so they're the, the illusion that they create for each other is of a fantastic future out of this world on realistic illusion future. But that they create this situation and it takes a while before they begin to realize that they're being duped by the other person. They begin to see themselves in the other person and they really don't like that. That is apparent to them and they begin to back off. Um, they do not want to see themselves. They want to see a glorious image reflected back to them by an empathic person. And when they see the narcissistic image being reflected back to them, it is a no, no. Um, they begin to look outside the transactionship uh, for the better fuel source. They do um, receive fuel when they start to devalue each other. Uh, their fuels, fuel is topped up at that stage, but they will also be looking outside the transactionship um, to sustain that fuel supply that they need. Um, when they start to devalue each other, they do this quite quickly. Uh, the only reason that they that they'll stay together in the devaluation stage is if they can meet someone outside the relationship that's going to keep their fuel level balanced and use a secondary source in order to sustain them for a while. But ultimately, the relationship is so combative. They're both trying to be the superior one in the relationship and it's a total competition. One day one is more superior than the other and it's a battle all the time. So they're always arguing. It's a chaotic relationship, transactionship. They're always one upping each other and basically a continual fight for power that is a never ending uh, destructive destructive transaction that neither of them are satisfied with other than other than the negative fuel that they get from each other and that is not sustaining so invariably they will go their separate ways um when they the illusion of the future that they had together dis dissipates and they come to the realization that they're being duped that they can't dupe dupe the other person because they're being duped. They begin to feel used by the other person and it's just not sustainable for them. Now, having said that, 
Having said that, when they do go on to search out a suitable empathic primary source grade A supply, they will keep the other narcissist in the background, knowing that they have a use for each other and that in a fuel crisis, they can depend on each other for a certain amount of supply. I'd call it, um, you know, if you're going to the petrol pumps for petrol, you might get or for gasoline, you might get a regular gasoline and a su superior gasoline. I'd call the other narc who they've discarded would be a regular gasoline supply that they can keep in reserve for times of fuel crisis. But they're definitely not suitable to stay together. It, it's a relationship that's horrendous, uh, destructive and just works fantastically for a very short period initially, but doesn't is not sustainable. Now, sometimes Sometimes they can get trapped into the relationship. Um, I have had an example from the ex-narc that I was with when he actually said to me he was um, he got married to an overt narcissist and he said within a few months of the transactionship relationship, as he said, he knew that he'd made a mistake. So he saw the narcissist, the narcissism in his partner of the time, but he said she was pregnant and he had to go along with it, he said, because he'd already had another child with somebody else and he wanted to have this child. He didn't want to be cut off from this child the way he had been from the other one. So he said at that stage, he made a decision that it would be better financially and because she was pregnant to stay with her. Now, he actually told me this, which is kind of amazing. But he he put it in a different way, you know, he put it in a, a slightly more palatable way for me to hear it. But he did. That was what he was getting across to me, was that it was too late that he'd gotten himself trapped and she wasn't who he thought she was in the beginning. So they do trap each other with marriage and children and things of that nature because they fall so heavily initially for each other because they love bomb the pants off each other, basically. So that is my take on two narcissists together. Just be wary if you hear um, of a relationship type transaction they've had in the past often with the person they've had children with or if they've been married to possibly before or if they've shared property with, it is possible that even though they will do them down and show a huge amount of hate towards them because they do hate each other, um, because they can't get the better of each other and they don't want to see themselves in that other narcissist, they do use each other and can often go back and forth to that particular person for crisis supply. So, guys, um, hope that insight was of, of some use. Uh, loads more videos to come. I wish you all a lovely Sunday and whatever you're doing, whatever part of the world you're in, lots of love to you and I'll see you again soon. Take care.
Bye.